Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Super friend of the show. Mary Kay Cabot from the Plain Dealer and Cleveland.com on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello, Mary Kay. How are you? How are you? I'm great, guys. How you doing? Hi, Mary Kay. Good. Back to drama, huh? We're good at this. Well, you know, I think most NFL teams have a lot of drama. You know, when you have that many players, that many coaches, that many staff members, it's always going to be something. So I think if you look around the league today, you will be finding similar stories everywhere. Are the Browns done? Didn't sound like it yesterday when Kevin Stefanski, in fact, you asked him about special teams coach and is Mike Prefer good to go and he said I haven't had a chance to meet with all the coaches yet are they done you know I don't know yet uh it was an opportunity for him to say that he is not letting go any more of his staffers but uh you know he didn't say that and I'm sure it's because he does want to meet with them and not speak out of turn and make sure that everybody's happy and not only uh, you know, might he want to part ways with some, you know, maybe some of them would like to try another opportunity. So I think it was just his way of saying, you know, let me get with these guys. This was the first order of business. And now I will move on to the rest of them over the next couple of days. Where are they going with this defensive coordinator job? We, I mean, there's been reports of uh, the, the list of candidates that are out there. What kind of defensive coordinator do you th- think they want to bring in? And let me, let me even backtrack a little. What did Joe Woods do wrong? Well, you know, we're having a hard time, you know, pinning down exactly uh, what they felt that Joe did wrong. But, you know, some of the things when you read between the lines of what the players uh, talk about, one of the things is it it seems like they were kind of playing tight, that they were not just going out there and just playing to their strengths and not thinking too much and just playing ball. Uh, So I think that's part of it. I don't know if the, uh, the terminology or the schemes were a little bit too complicated. John Johnson three mentioned something about, you know, instead of trying to trick the other team, you know, we're kind of tricking ourselves a little bit. Uh, So I think, you know, it's a matter of probably not simplifying the schemes because you can do complex things with simple ways of executing them. Uh, But I think it's just making sure that these guys can get out there and can play fast and also play up to their abilities and their strengths. I think that's, a big part of it. I think there were too many guys on this defense that did not feel like they were in the right positions or they were, their job description was exactly what they thought it could be. And they have to be able to articulate that and express that before it boils over like it did with Jadavian Clowney. 
Kevin Stefanski returns. Andrew Barry obviously returns. Nothing about Paul DePodesta that would make us think otherwise. Mary Kay, they're on the clock, are they not? Next next year, I would think you have to see playoffs or like a 10-win season and you don't make the playoffs for that trio to all be back. You know, I'm not going to assign absolutes to it like that because each season brings with it its own set of circumstances, its own challenges, and its own stories. I mean, you, we can't say that unequivocally because what if – you know, what if something happens to a key player and they're not out there for most of the season and there are extenuating circumstances. So I'm not going to say that, you know, this is a must win season or a must playoff season for them to survive it uh, because you never really know, but certainly that is the expectation. Uh, That's what they got Deshaun Watson for, and they will be geared towards getting this team to the playoffs next season for sure. All right, so where are you starting on defense? Where do you want to fix? I, obviously, I, I don't know. Is it that obvious that it's the defensive interior? you got to stop the run. I, I just Where are you starting when you're trying to fix this team? Well, I think when they interview these candidates, there are a couple of things. Um, the, you know, the first thing that we talked about was, you know, getting these players to be able to play up to their capabilities. I think communication is going to be key. I think that open-door policy and players feeling like, Uh, They have a voice and they can be heard. I think uh, getting a handle on discipline, I think also making sure that you you do have the right mix on your defense in terms of leadership and energy and positivity and all the things that go into making up a unit with a certain kind of personality. So I think that will be key. In terms of what kind of defense it will look like, I think they're open to listening to what some of these defensive coordinator candidates are going to bring to the table themselves. And I think they're trying to talk to some of the best, brightest, most innovative guys. And I think they will be open. I mean, if, if they fall in love with the defensive coordinator that wants to play a three, four or a wide nine or whatever they want to do, uh, and you have to tailor some of your personnel to what they want to do, I, I think that will be part of it. I don't think that they will limit their coaching search to coordinators who can come in and make this personnel fit to exactly what they want to do. Mary Kay, does Kevin call plays next year? Would you think? Well, he did say that he, you know, he was open to that, but he's always said that. Uh, I think he should have an opportunity to do so in his first full season with Deshaun Watson. I don't think it's time to give it up when you've only really scratched the surface of what you two might be able to do to get together. And Andrew said yesterday, Uh, that he believes they are a good pairing. And we know that uh, Deshaun, one of the reasons why he came here is because he really liked the sort of skull session that he had with Kevin Stefanski when they got together and uh, talked ball when the Browns went to pursue Deshaun in Houston. So I don't think now is the time to pull the plug on that, Uh, but, you know, see how it goes, see, see what happens. And, um, you know, if a few games into it, something needs to change, uh, then maybe that would be the time to do it. Mary Kay, I I agree with you completely on that. I I think, I don't think Kevin's the best play caller in the league, but I think he's pretty good. And I think that there's room for growth there. I've always, I've always had a little problem with the argument that he needs to pay attention to the other stuff on the football team. And that's why he shouldn't call plays. Does he need to pay more attention or is that why you need a new defensive coordinator in his estimation? 
and maybe a new special teams guy. Because I, I don't have a problem with him calling plays. I think it's just perfectly fine. There are different coaching styles throughout the league. I mean, there are some coaches who want to oversee the whole process and have a hand in everything. There are offensive coaches who call the plays and let their defense, defensive coordinator and special teams coordinator handle their sides of the ball. And I think that's more so uh, what Kevin would like to do here. I think he would like to oversee the offense. That's his area of, of specialty. I think he would like to call the plays and then hire a coordinator where he just doesn't have to worry too much about the defense and doesn't have to worry too much about the special teams. That would be spreading himself thin if he is uh, the offensive expert that the Browns believe he is and that he believes he is, uh, he should play to his strengths. So I think him calling the plays and being the offensive coordinator, uh, you know, de facto is totally fine. Um, providing that, that he is up to the task and we will know more about that as they get into this season, once he has an elite quarterback to call the plays for. Mary Kay, you think the Haslam group is getting antsy, a little antsy after the season? Like, uh, and I'm not saying in the past, you know, they might have just fired the coach. I think that they've learned patience in their tenure of owning this franchise. I'm just, I wonder at what point do they start getting a little bit antsy, saying, "Hey, you know, we got a lot invested in this, and not making the playoffs is not acceptable." Well, I think everyone got, you know, got a little bit of a a pass this year uh, with the 11 game suspension. I don't think that. Uh, you can grade anyone too harshly when you didn't have the thing that you uh, went out to get to change everything, and that was the quarterback. So next year is the year that you would really be able to look at the plan and the program and say, this is really working and humming along the way that we thought it would be, or it's not. I don't think this was the year to be able to do that uh, because of the 11-game suspension. Uh, but certainly the the Haslam's and the ownership group, they're – they're not patient. They really don't uh, want to have these missed playoff seasons and these wasted years at all. Um, so I think over the next couple of years, they, you know, they will set the bar very high and everyone's going to have to meet it. Okay. I, I think Deshaun Watson was probably rustier than most everybody thought he would be certainly rustier than I thought he would be. Do you think he well, still has it? You think it's still there? I, I saw glimpses where I thought, man, I love this. But it, we didn't see it, you know, in totality like we saw in Houston. You think he still has it? Yeah, I think he still has it. I think there, there was more than just rust. Uh, it's acclimation to a new team, to a new offense, to new players, to a new city, to new philosophies. So it was more than just physical, personal rust. I think it was just everything and you know even Amari Cooper said it the other day it feels like those were our preseason games that we were ramping up towards the season and that is sort of what it felt like so you know now that's over and they have to be able to hit the ground running in 2023 they don't have time to waste they play in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL and now I think you can see that you know there's there is something to Kenny Pickett I mean, he's going to have his growing pains, and he's going to be coming up the learning curve, but uh, there's some moxie in that young man, and, uh, and he's going to help them win some football games. So this is certainly a very, very tough division to win. It's a tough conference to make the playoffs in, so he's going to have to be up to speed right away. And I think it's imperative in the offseason that he is, you know, he talked yesterday about, you know, sitting down with Kevin, having that man-to-man talk. He's really definitely – uh, got to be able to express himself, and I think he will be. 
Mary Kay, what worked? What was successful this season? Well, the running game is always successful. Um, you know, Nick has his 1,500 yards, and they have to f- figure out how to incorporate that, uh, you know, into this new offense that they're going to be running. And, you know, the pass defense was pretty good. So there were some things that worked out pretty well. Um, and it was obvious to see the things that didn't work, the run defense and, and those kinds of things, and, and the quarterback issues and the, and the new passing game. Um, so there were some things that worked, and I do think that there are some good core players on the team. And I think what they're hoping with the new coordinator is, with the new defensive coordinator, is that he can sort of unlock the potential of all these good defensive players and that they don't have to reinvent the whole defense and the wheel, uh, that he can, you know, employ a scheme or a philosophy that will help all of these guys that were supposed to jump off the page and be so good this year um, become that. And, and I, I think that's what they're hoping for. So, you know, we'll have to see how that goes. But that will be the number one thing they will be talking to these coordinators about is what do you see in the talent that we have and what can you do with it? Mary Kay, clearly this team is in a mode where they need to produce and have more production on the field. If I'm Andrew Barry, I'm looking for the team that wants to get rid of Amari Cooper all over again. And I would trade any draft choice I have if I thought I could get a good veteran to come in here and play. And it, it wouldn't stun me at all if, if he trades two or three picks before we get to the draft and can get veterans. He goes the Rams route. He, he tries to reproduce what he did last year. Would you like that? Would that be a good fit for this team? It might be the best way to get defensive tackles and a couple of other spots that could help you. Well, they're going to have to look hard in free agency. I think there are going to be some good free agents that they can target. They're going to have to move some dollars around to make sure that they have the money to do that. Um, but already you can see uh, there, you know, there are some things that could become available in free agency. So they'll have to look there. I think Andrew does a fantastic job of scouring other teams' rosters to find out what might be available or who might be available uh, in a trade situation. And sometimes when you're talking about receivers, that position sort of lends itself to uh, a guy not being happy in his current uh, city and or a team not being happy with the receiver. So sometimes you can find something like that. That's what happened with Amari Cooper. Jerry Jones uh, was just willing to kind of let him go. And so they, they do need to find some more things like that. Uh, I think they do need to find one or two really good receivers. They need to find that defensive tackle. They might, they now are going to be needing uh, a, a really good edge rusher and uh, a few other things. Mary Kay, as always, we appreciate talking to you. We read you every day in the com. Thank you, Mary Kay. Thanks, Mary Kay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.